Welcome to the Awake to Joy podcast. The advice and strategies contained here may not be suitable for your situation, and you should consult a professional where appropriate. Let's listen to today's program. Hey, Renee. Hi, Annette. Today is Stranger Danger Balance, which is, doggone it, I wish it wasn't a balance. I wish it was so cut and dry, so easy to explain to kids and teens that there wasn't this balancing act that you need to do. But you know, some children mature faster than others and they have that gut feeling or circumstances where they live makes an issue as well. Yeah, they learn the street smarts faster. And let's be honest, the majority of human beings are caring, loving, and aren't bad people and doing bad, doing bad things to children and teenagers and... Doggone it. So I hate to even go there and do the stranger danger, but because we love our kids, our grandchildren, and other people do these things, we need to have boundaries. Yeah. We need to have these chats that we bring online to kind of raise some awareness. (laughs) So you're talking about balance. So what do you mean by stranger danger balance? Well, Renee. It's tough to tell a child, don't accept gifts from a stranger, sweets, anything like that. When the dentist is a stranger and they open a treasure box and your child Mm -hmm. is able to pick a treasure after getting their teeth checked. It's hard to go ahead and say, don't accept gifts and sweets from strangers when they go to the hardware store and at our hardware store, they have a bowl full of suckers for the kids to walk up and ask for one, please. Yeah. And at ours, they give you a bag of popcorn. <laughs> so they give you food. Wow. Renee's holding herself back. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the, the tough part is, but the balance in it can be, you can't accept a gift unless you check with the adult that's with you at that time. If there's no adult with you, you can't accept a gift or a sweet from a stranger. That's a good rule of thumb. This way, the child isn't drawn into something they shouldn't be a part of, if that makes sense. Yeah. That unspoken that we're speaking of. (laughs) Speaking up is good as well. And they need to practice speaking up saying, I'm sorry got to hold on wait I have to ask my mom because mom might be talking to the receptionist yet the dentist has opened up the treasure box if they get in the practice of asking their mom first mom may I have a treasure the dentist is offering me to go into the treasure box that's really good that's huge that's a huge teaching ground it takes practice though as well as it's important for the adult to speak up and say hold on I need my child to practice this and let the child ask the question. The adults need to speak up as well, even though it seems like it's put on the kid to memorize these rules and regulations. It's also on the adults to help the children practice the wisdom that they're learning, including, Mm -hmm. let's say somebody's just had three minutes with your child and you've been there with them. It could be a doctor. Let's say it's the trusted doctor. And the doctor's done it and go, well, high five. You did a great job today. 
And so the kid high fives and the doctor goes in to hug your child. You need to speak up as an adult. They're a stranger. Mm. And it's important that they know their boundaries as well. So you got to decide where the boundaries are as a parent, because if you say yes to the doctor, who's a stranger who they only met for the first time that day, you're allowing them to hug a stranger. Well, that's what we mean by the balance. Woo. That balance. Oh, and you may look this? like this worry wart mother, high anxious mother, not letting your child hug the doctor. But let's be real. Renee, will you just hug any man off the street? Would you hug your doctor that you just met for the day? Probably not. And maybe if he saved your life, I could depending on what he helped me say, <laughs> but you've only been around this person so long. Do you see the problem that the children struggle with because they don't know where that fine line is? Yeah. And where is yeah. that balance? Yeah. Well, you add to that struggle, the personality of the parents. So you were talking about that before coming on is like my personality you know, uh, and me younger and being a missionary. And then also the people person in me, you'll like, talk to anybody. I love yeah. I love people and strangers are even funner, you know, funner. There, there, there's even more fun. There you go. <laughs> interacting with a stranger and learning something about them in a very short amount of time and be able to make a connection. So there's, there's not only the evangelism piece mixed in, there's a service piece mixed in. There's a social piece mixed in. There's a lot of pieces for me as an adult. But as you had mentioned, I'm giving a different, um, I'm teaching something different to the younger ones, to the kids, to the grandkids. Yes. That, oh, you can engage with anybody and everybody's somebody fun to talk to. And so that can create a misconception of what stranger danger is. Yes, that gets confusing. So I've always had to pay attention more when I'm around my grandchild and how I engage with strangers so they could see that I'm doing this in a public setting. I'm not off in an obscure place by myself with my, let's say my granddaughter, myself, and this complete other stranger and all of this activity is happening. They know the person's a stranger. I know the person's a stranger. I got to be careful of my actions because this is where it gets confusing for them. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just stores. It's it's can be family events. It can be out in the neighborhood and somebody just coming by. Yeah. No, it, it happened to me when I was actually in my neighborhood watching some kids, you know, kids that I was responsible for watching and then going out and taking a walk. And this other kid came by who was just a couple years older and he goes, hi, and just passed us up. But it was like, who's that kid? Who's that new toy? <laughs> the younger ones were just like, there's another kid. This is exciting. And as the kid was going faster, the kids I was with wanted to catch up with him. And I was like, what are you doing? So we had to have a conversation after that. Once I slowed their role of chasing after this kid that was going too fast from my neighborhood, we had to talk right. about stranger danger. Just because somebody else is doing something doesn't mean we're going to do it. Right. And you don't know this person. 
they're not safe until we know that they're safe. I know that's, <laughs> but that's kind of what we had to cross the bridge of. Makes sense. And that has to do with the other one that's next is never go with a stranger without talking to the person, the adult that is over you at that moment, whether it's your grandparents, your babysitter, and of course your parents. And if they don't know, you can't go. Yeah. So if they don't know, you don't go. Yeah. Now, isn't that, boy, that's like pulling teeth when it comes to your kids being old enough to understand what a sleepover is. <laughs> And then they want to have the sleepovers, you know, well, I don't even know who this kid is. I know their name. I don't know what their life is like at home. I don't know what their parents are like. I don't know if they have brothers and sisters. I don't know where they live. Oh, but they're in school. They're in class with me. And <laughs> it's a toughie. Yeah. Okay. Role play. Just like we're trying to teach the kids to ask first before receiving a gift, that type of thing, role play situations. I do that with my granddaughter here and there. And just to role play, well, what if somebody said this? Well, then I would say this or whatever it is. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead. And so that's how it was when I was trying to teach her about Amazon Prime. Everybody gets up usually when we hear we have an alarm on the place that we have our property is quite large. So we can't always see a vehicle pull in until it's almost up to the house. So when the alarm goes off, we know a vehicle's pulled into the property. And because of that, and during certain times of year, the Amazon Prime traffic is here a lot. <laughs> and so our granddaughter, because she could see the excitement kind of on our faces, oh, Amazon's be got to get up. And she wants to go out there and get the package. She wants to go out there. Who knows what's in the package? It could be vitamins or give me a toy. Who knows? Or fishing lures. <laughs> That's what I said. It could be a toy. <laughs> because of that, she was shooting out faster than any adult could go out there, which put her in danger of being hit by the vehicle. She's so tiny type situation, as well as she was exposing herself to a complete stranger before we could even get out there. Mm. So we had to have a conversation about that. And that was tough because she wanted to be there, but she needed to learn the protocol for that. Yeah. And doing some role-playing helped. Doing some role-playing. Because she could actually be the one who's playing right outside the window, right out where we could all see her. And so if she, she doesn't hear the alarm go off, but she sees the vehicle pull up, her natural tendency would be to turn around and walk up to the prime truck that has an open door for her to walk up and just get the package it sounds very reasonable but that would be very unsafe very yeah how often is that done <laughs> it makes me it makes it. me think of the ice cream truck you know like oh, yeah. my kids were little i don't remember them running to it but i remember ice cream truck in one neighborhood and then it was the lotus man in the other neighborhood you know so there was always something being sold. Not like a good neighborhood. Hello. <laughs> Lotus was something else. <sighs> the good old days. But yeah, it was just easy. Kids would run up. Can I have some money? Can I go out? They were faster than, yeah, mom. Boy, talking about can't do your chores fast, but boy, when you hear that music going or the bell ringing on the Lotus cart. Yep, it was. 
Yeah. So it's Good. that practice, the role playing, including the role playing for answering the door or answering the phone. And I know a lot of people now, they have cell phones instead of regular old phones that were in homes. And I remember as a child, I had to be taught how to answer the phone and not say that my mom wasn't home, you know, right. all yeah. of that part. But there's different protocol for phones now. And if parents allow their child to answer the phone, they need to give them the protocol of what to say. Smart. As well as answering the door, whether they should open that door or not. Right. Yeah. And that role play really helps so they could practice doing it. And it's a great role playing as well, because I've seen it with my own grandkids as well. I love that. I'll come up to the door, ring it. It's grandma. Can I open it? <laughs> you know, they, they're learning that they have to look and see look who it is open. before they get permission to open it. Yes. And usually, and it used to be uh, my kids had to open it versus the, the babies being allowed. But when they are identified it as me, then the one who knows how to turn the lock, he will now turn the lock for me. But yeah, you got to teach them young. All right. Two last ones. One is a family code word, mm. a family code word for safety. So let's say um, I'm out with my granddaughter and she feels totally safe and fine or whatever. And I don't. My gut feeling is we need to leave. This is not a safe person or the situation's not good. It'd be good if there was a code word to use so that it would wake her up to go, grandma says we're needing to leave now. She doesn't need to ask questions. She doesn't, nothing. She just goes along. If I say, oh, it's time to go. She'll go, okay. Because I use this code word. And they need to use that code word too, if they're uncomfortable, because you could be having a great time at a party and your child walks up to you and you think they're having a good time with all the kids and they walk up and they tell you the code word. Mm. It's time for you to get up and take them to the restroom and go talk to them in the restroom and figure out what's going on. Why did you give me the code word? It just provides extra safety for everybody involved. Yeah. And the last part is all rules are off when it comes to being in danger. If they feel like they are in danger, all rules are off. They're able to hit. They're able to fight for themselves. They're able to bite. They're able to pinch. They're able to do all those things that they are not to do with other children. <laughs> and adults, all those things that they're not allowed to do, they're able to do at that moment, but only at that moment because they feel like they're in danger and they're not being listened to when they're being told you know, they're telling somebody no, yeah. at that moment, all bets are off. Amen. That's and they will not get in trouble. Good. Very good teaching. I did not bring that up until my kids were actually junior high. And I, that's something I should have taught them sooner. You know, it was, it was a rule. It was a new rule put in after situations happened, you know, mm. after being picked on after well, you want your down. kids to get along with others yeah. in society. Yeah. And you and don't want we don't fighting. fight. You walk away. It was always you walk away. You don't fight. You go tell an adult. It was that kind of, all that kind of stuff. Those were the kind of rules that I told them. You don't engage. Walk away. But there are times when you need to engage. And it is hard to know when. Yep. But it's not going to take long to find out when that when is when. Yeah. And giving them a permission ahead of time instead of after the fact that empowers them even more. Yeah. Just 
something I didn't know, you know, learn. Hey, we are constantly learning. <laughs> and society is constantly changing in different ways. I mean, who would have thought the phone that you and I used to talk on, on the phone, which was, mine was attached to the wall, is now something that's held in your pocket. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to get wrapped around in it anymore. <laughs> I know. Or, or jump rope with it, <laughs> the cord. The longer the cord, the better the conversation. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> you could go places. <laughs> yes. Huh. All right. Well, thanks for discussing that with me. Stranger danger balance is a tough balance to develop. But once you have it going with your children and grandchildren, and don't forget the teens, it just leaves everything where there's just so much more communication happening. And then you're able to say they're mature enough to be on their own more because they are following through. True. And then maybe I'm not saying that you as the parent or the grandparent can let loose a little bit because you don't. Like we were, we were just talking about that. Like as a parent, we go to the park and it used to oh, be easier. So frustrating but right now, taking your kids to a park. Yeah, I'm like, there's a whole lot more contraptions now that they can get lost in or hide in or whatever. And I'm a lot more active now as grandma, it feels like at a park than I was as a mom at a park. But I think the parks have evolved as well. A little I bit. I think the parks have evolved as well. They may be more fun. However, for a person sitting on a bench, you can't watch. You can't watch the complete you can't have your eyes on the grandkids at all times staying in one spot. I agree. I have found that to be impossible these days. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're still, you're still active. Even if you set all of these boundaries down and taught the kids that we're still, we still have the responsibility to watch them. Yeah. We still have to do our part. Yes. Good thing to remember. Thanks for day. <laughs> yeah. No problem. You have been listening to the Awake to Joy podcast. Views expressed in this podcast are the speaker's opinions. Thank you for listening. If you could please give us a review below, we would appreciate it greatly, as well as share this podcast with your family and friends. If you would like to get in contact with us, we'd love to hear from you. Check the show descriptions for more information. Under no circumstances shall Awake to Joy, its employees, volunteers, guests, or officers be liable for any direct or indirect losses or damages arising out of comments made. We look forward to chatting with you again. Because he lives, it changes everything.